We believe that you are strong by design and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Strong by Design podcast. This is your host, Coach Chris Wilson, who actually uh, was the host of the uh, two-part episode, very special episode with our guest, Sean Hatzel, talking about his experience with the 75 Hard program. If you have not listened to part one, please go back and listen to that. But you're here on part two, so there's a good chance that you already listened to the first half of this conversation with Sean, and you're just itching to hear what more he has to share about his experience with carb cycling, with with the importance of protein, with the importance of strength training over cardio training. And uh, so there's so much more good information and, and great nuggets in here. So get ready for part two of 75 Hard and Carb Cycling with Mr. Sean Hatzel. Now, some people, um, when you talk about carb carb cycling, some people maybe are more familiar with it as like a carb refeed, right? Would, would you kind of say that those are in the kind of the same terminologies or? Ex- it, it, it is similar. Um, I think it's funny because when I explain uh, how I do carb cycling, a lot of people will say, oh, okay, so keto during the week. And then refeeds uh, at the weekend. No. 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 Not even close. Yes. Okay. So, uh the number one most underrated, underutilized, undereaten macronutrient is protein. Right. It is the king of all macros, yeah. especially why dieting, uh, f- superior for the reasons that I'll cover right now. Yes. And you should eat protein in every single meal because protein is the only macro that will speed up your metabolism through DIT through diet-induced thermogenesis. And in fact, your body will burn almost three times more calories digesting protein than it does digesting fats or carbohydrates. So it's the only macro that will keep your metabolism elevated on a diet. And the first thing that happens when you cut calories and go on a diet is within five to seven days, you get metabolic slowdown. And the main reason that happens is because you're suppressing thyroid and leptin levels. And I'll talk more about how to reset those. So during the week, what you wanna do is if you're very active like we are, you wanna take your ideal body weight and have at least one gram per pound of body weight, okay, per day. So for me, that was a lot. It was even more than that. And I'll talk more about that in a second. So the second reason uh, outside of DIT is that protein is the most satiating nutrient of all nutrients. What's going to feed you up? A basket of bread or beef? That's right. Beef. It's hard. If you put a 12-ounce piece of meat in front of somebody and say, okay, eat that before you eat anything else, there's a good Mm -hmm. chance that they're full once that piece of meat's, uh, you know, maybe they can pick on a few vegetables or potato or something, but that's, that's it. So, yeah. So with that being said too, that's why protein powder is really a good tool to use Yeah. because it is hard to eat that much meat every day. It's it's almost impossible. I did two or three shakes a day just to hit my macros. Right. Uh, So the other reason that protein is so powerful, because it's the only macro proven to prevent muscle loss on a diet. And that's the first thing that happens when you diet. Lean muscle tissue. Muscle is metabolism. I mean, anybody who is afraid of not having enough muscle has been misled. Okay. Uh, Muscle equals metabolism. The more muscle on your body, the more calories you're burning while you're sitting at your desk, sleeping and watching TV. It's really that simple. And in fact, if you look at a, uh, we could take two 
250 pound guys and put them next to each other, but you give one guy an extra 30 pounds of muscle, he's going to look half as fat as the other guy because his fat is spread out over a larger space. So having more muscle mass spreads out your fat more. So you look less fat. And that's something most people don't think of it that no. way. And if you're a pear or an apple shaped body and all you do is cardio and eat right and you lose that muscle, you're just going to be a smaller pear or apple. That's right. And you're going to end up getting metabolic slowdown that could be permanent, like the biggest loser contestants. They tested them a year after the contest, and I think it was a season seven. They were burning up to 700 calories less a day, and their leptin was almost at zero because of the crash dieting. Right. So never underestimate the power of protein. And then lastly, protein before bed has been shown to increase muscle protein synthesis at night, which is muscle growth. And then people who do that wake up with more stabilized blood sugar. Mm. So a variety of reasons why yes. protein is by far king of the macros. I had 250 grams or more per day. I started the contest at 194. I ended at 196. So I didn't lose a ton of weight. I just got ripped. Um, but Interesting. I was eating 250 your grams weight, a day. Your weight actually was up two pounds? No, I went Wait. from 196 to, or 194 to 186. 186. So yeah. you only dropped eight pounds, but yeah. 10% body fat. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think Insane. I might have even gained a little bit of muscle this yeah. time around, which yeah. is never done. And a lot of that had to do with because I wasn't doing so much cardio. Because that's the other thing. If you yeah. do too much cardio, you'll burn up your muscle. Yeah. I mean, it's that, it really is that simple. Um, it's not nearly as much cardio required as you would believe. Um, and, you know, I proved it this time around. And typically at this body fat level, I weigh around 182. And right now I'm 186. So I'm four pounds heavier at the same body fat that I was two years ago at 50 years old. So it goes to show you the power of protein and you just don't need as much cardio as you think you do. No, I think the walking Mm -hmm. is is, is key. And walking is something that, you know, we should be able to do from obviously when we're very little until we're very old. And I almost feel like the happiest elderly couple I ever saw was one that's hand in hand walking outside. And so anti-inflammatory, it, unlike running. It, you know, it, right, it does right, everything right. for you. You're outside. You're, you're taking in vitamin D from the sun. Yeah. You're breathing fresh air. You're moving all your limbs. Every it's just it's a, it, it's it has so much benefit, and it's so uh, I say undervalued or just. It, I, I go for walks all the time. My wife and I, with our dog and our kids and all that stuff, and I just want other people to feel the same interest in it. I think know? as I get older, I enjoy it more and more too. Yeah. I've learned to enjoy walking, and um, a lot of people don't know that there's been a lot of research showing endurance athletes actually have low testosterone. And because it's very inflammatory Um, and, you know, too much cardio. And I've done marketing hooks on this and products on this philosophy is too much cardio increases cortisol, free radicals, suppresses thyroid hormones, increases hunger and cravings. So not saying don't do cardio, but just be consciously aware that you don't need it every day. You don't need a ton of it. And you should probably, if you are jogging every day, it'd be wise to replace three of those days with just walking, like you said. Right. Or even throwing some sprints or something. It doesn't have to be. I walked and sprinted on the beach today. Loved it that way. Dude, you know, I'd count to 30 on a hard run and then I'd walk for a couple minutes, count to 30 on a hard run, walk for a couple minutes. And then, you know, you you get your metabolic rate elevated a little higher after that and burn more calories. But I mean, when the reality is it all comes down to, you know, 80% of this is diet. Yeah, it really is. It, no, it yeah. really is. So. Um, so we've talked about what you've done. 
we've talked, I, uh, we've touched on the exercising, but specifically what kind of resistance training, strength training were you doing? Were you doing a combination of like calisthenics with, with weights, machines? What, what did that look like? You know, before we go there, I want, let's talk a little bit about the macro ranges. Oh, yeah. Sure. I want yeah, people, yeah. I want people listening to understand how to carb cycle themselves if they want to. Yeah, yeah. And it can be done several different ways, but my favorite way is Monday through Friday deplete. Okay, so super high protein and carb grams for a man who is an exerciser should be about 75 to 100 per day. And that should be done in the pre and post workout window divided into two doses. Okay, if you're not active, you would want to keep keep that under 50 grams a day. Now, for a female, it's going to be about 50. This is Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday. And then if you're a female, 50 to 75 grams of carbs if you're an exerciser and 25 grams to 30 grams a day if you're a non-exerciser. Now these are impact carb grams. So take the total number of carb grams, subtract the fiber, and that's your impact carbs. That's the amount of carbs that are going to impact blood sugar and insulin. That's okay? right. The high protein diet, like I said, take your ideal body weight, one pound, one gram per pound of body weight. Fats will fill in the gaps. Okay, fats will be 50 to 60 grams on the weekdays. Now, on the weekends, this is when we're going to intentionally keep protein a little lower. You don't have to worry as much about protein. You're going to up your carbs, and fats are going to stay around the same. And so what you're going to want to do is I had about 200 to 250 grams of carbs on Saturday and Sunday. These are clean glucose Based carbs. And it's important to note this because the five days is like this big fat loss phase where your body becomes fat adapted. You keep your body in a deficit. And then you're really, you know, you're not going into a huge surplus on the weekends. You're still can be in a mild deficit or maybe a little bit at maintenance, maybe even a little bit of a surplus. But what happens is, is during that five days, because you've used up that glucose in the workouts, you're very depleted. So the liver tissue and the muscle tissue stores glycogen from carbs, and it's very depleted from those five days, especially when you exercise. So now all those carbs are going to refill that glycogen inside your muscle and liver tissue Mm -hmm. on the weekends, and you're going to want to keep those fats a little bit lower because when you raise glucose, it's super important because those glucose molecules are the building blocks of thyroid and leptin hormones. And so those hormones have been suppressed those five days. So you're in a fat loss phase, but the metabolism starts slowing down because of the hormonal decline. Well, the glucose from rice, potato varieties, oats, quinoa, uh, certain fruits like bananas, stuff like that, that glucose is going to help rebuild those thyroid and leopard hormones. Plus, it's going to boost your metabolism back up That's from slowing down from those other five days. Plus, you're going to have sanity. <laughs> right? <laughs> because you get to it, eat your carbs. That's what I'm saying. It's just a more enjoyable meal, right? right. You look forward to it. You know, like, exactly. oh, Saturday, dude, I can, yeah, I can so eat this, that, and the other today. If you're, uh, if you're dieting and you don't really want to get anal, just do a fist-sized portion of carbs three times on Saturday and Sunday. Balance it out with a leaner protein cut if you can because you want to keep the fats lower, yeah, right? Right. And then... Fats will fill in the gap a little, a little bit yeah. there too as well. And then during the week, you can have fattier cuts of meat because you want to have more satiating foods right. because carbs and starches are lower. Because keep in mind now, starches from glucose, although they're necessary because they're building blocks for hormones and they can reset or reboot your metabolism a little bit, they also can raise insulin very high, right? And fast. 
higher and faster than other foods. Yeah. Well, when insulin's elevated, it's a storage hormone. So if too much fat is present in the diet at the same time, insulin's going to take that fat and it could potentially store it. So it's in your best interest to keep fats moderate. Now, with all this being said, if you're a keto person, you're a keto person. Fine. It might work for you. I personally can't stand that diet as an exerciser. I think it's very therapeutic, but without the glucose, it feel terrible. And Richie was talking about this, the guy who did yeah. 75 hard loss. Yeah. Now, Richie was beating himself up, but he lost 35 pounds of fat. And I'm like, Richie, a pound of fat is like that I big. Know, I know. Why are you beating yourself up? Dude, you lost 35 of those, man. That's a lot of fat. That's a lot of fat. He did intermittent keto. And so he was intermittent fasting with keto. And he hated it. I hate it. I feel like crap. I can barely get through my workouts. I'm like, well, then why are you doing it? You don't have to do something but, you hate. But was he, now, you can't, if you're doing 75 hard and you select the it, diet. I, you, I don't you, think you could switch. I didn't I, even I ask. I was going to say, I don't I just, think you can. I mean, we were like a week away from being done at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I just said, dude. Just grind, bro. Yeah, as yeah. soon as you're done, you know, if you want to talk more, we can talk more about something a little different for right. you if you want. You know right. what I mean? So, but, so again, it goes back to the best diet you can stick to is one you can adhere to. And then I just shared, obviously, all the benefits of the carb cycling methodology. And so that's pretty much it in a nutshell. And we can move to exercise if you want our team would like to thank you so much for listening to the strong by design podcast and if you're enjoying today's show please share this episode with at least one friend or family member who will benefit from this message and please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes go to strong by design podcast.com that's strong by design podcast.com Let's get back to the show. It sounds like your caloric intake was probably a slightly higher on the weekends then yeah, because of bit. the increased carbs, but it had to be fairly high during the week with that if you're eating two to two fifty grams, you know, two fifty grams of protein. I mean that's yeah. That's that I mean, right there, right? That's a uh, thousand calories just from protein. Well, what you do is, I think the best way to do calorie-wise is just take your ideal weight. So, say you're 225 pounds and your ideal weight's 200. Take 10 times that, have 2,000 calories a day, okay? Now, with me having a lot of muscle and being on the leaner side, my target macro during the week, because I weighed 194 pounds, that's take 10 times that, it's almost 2,000 calories. So, I stayed right between 1,800 and 2,000 during the week. And then Mondays and Tuesdays, I'd intentionally sometimes go down to 1,700 yeah, because yeah. I'd had the higher calorie days yeah. on the weekends. So the highest I hit on the weekends was about 2,200. Okay. So it wasn't that no, much. No, it wasn't more. a huge right. range. Just but. enough to spike the hormones, get the metabolism cranking, you know, take away the hunger and cravings, get the carbs in my diet, and then right back at it again on Monday. Yeah. You know, and I also recommend an intermittent fast on Monday after the weekend. After the higher calorie days, it's like, great. Your body's primed. The hormones are primed. Right. Glycogen's replenished. So now your body's in a perfect position to do intermittent fasting if you choose to do so. It's not necessary to do intermittent fasting. I mean, they've done side-by-side -side studies. At the end of the day, you could eat all your calories in one two-hour window or you could eat it in a 12-hour window. If all macronutrients are equal, so will weight loss be equal, right? It does not matter. Now, with that being said, there are a lot of other benefits to intermittent fasting Outside of just weight loss. Correct. Right. So we won't yeah, even go down that rabbit more hole. More gut related and yeah. digestion. Autophagy, and, all yes. that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Growth hormone. So. Um, so obviously we talked about the group. We've talked about accountability people. Like 
others. You guys are texting. You're in the same thread. Every day, probably, there's messaging going on. I'm struggling today, or today was a big win. Look what I did, or check out this picture, right? I mean, share in, in that and in, in what that probably really helped people, kind of the momentum of the whole process. I think it was huge. You got to, I mean, some of the guys, I remember the one guy, his wife and kids got T-boned in, an, in a car accident, and he had to fly out two hours later. Oh, my gosh. Right. So he's texting us all, pray for me. And we're all like raising him up and lifting him up in prayer and texting him back. Right. And he's heading to the hospital. He's got to make sure they're OK. Once he confirms they're OK, he's off to the airport. Well, he still hadn't got a second workout in. He had to do a second workout in the airport. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I think I know who that was. Danny Chavez. Yeah. 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 I think I heard about that so, story. Yeah. So anyway, it was all kinds of stories like this coming in. I mean, for, for me personally, mine was my injury. Um, uh about two or three days after the injury, you know, I, I had what I call Plum disease. Poor little old me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Plum. It doesn't sound like something you want. Right. right. I have plum. Oh, no. Is it and contagious? I think it, I, I think it can be. <laughs> And so it was like, oh, poor little old me. And then, you know, the group really lifted me up. I told everybody, you know, I probably would have bailed these last couple of days if it wasn't for you guys. I'm out here stretching and pouting because I can't do any cardio. And now my momentum's ruined, right? And we talk a lot about big mo, momentum kicking in. Um, and them guys, like, they, they, it, all, they, it carries you through. So, you know, if you're out there and you're, like, trying to figure out a way, find an accountability partner, create a deadline together, dangle the carrot and create a reward – you know, it could be a vacation, it could be an anniversary, it could be, you know, a wedding, you know, anything like that, that you guys can, you can get together with a group or another person and create a reward and a consequence. Yeah. And I think that's why the consequences of me quitting where I lost that trip, I disappointed somebody that I look up to. And then of course the rest of the, I lost the rest of the group beat me. So I had a variety of reasons how effective an accountability group can be. And again, too, you know, a lot of these guys are my friends too. I even recommend finding somebody that's just not a friend to do it with because somebody that really is going to call your ass out. You know what I mean? I think that that's super, super important. Yeah. Like, Cause they, they're uh, not, they don't have the same, uh, you know, the bias, you know, like a, a friend's going to give you that leeway. A like spouse you said, is going to give you the oh, leeway. That's okay. Yeah. A spouse will in yeah. most cases too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, they, you had a bad day, they, honey. It's exactly. okay. Exactly. No, it's, exactly. it's not honey actually, because I'm for 75 days, I'm really supposed to adhere to this, you know, but the, if I feel like the accountability and the group mentality, and the connection to others is really what helped people through adversity, which you know is going to happen. Exactly. Everybody's going to have one thing that really sucks that happens to them in two and a half months. Totally. Right? At some point. And so when you have those other people there, right? It, that's huge, man. You, you know other people are praying for you, thinking about you, hitting you up with a message, calling you, emailing you, whatever. Like It's like, wow, that's... That's huge for me. That yeah. helped me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like I said, if it wasn't for the group, I wouldn't have been able to finish. And I, I'm, I'm, I've been doing this for 20 years. I was going to say, right. I was going to say, you, you're like the, the uh, expert in transformation. I yeah. mean, think about it. Uh, you've This goes back 20 years. You were right. a body for life champ. You know what right. I mean? Like, you know what to do, you know? But the same psychology applies right. to me as it does to everybody else, that's correct? Right. And I think, too, talking about like the, the power of planning, like those days where it was 10 p.m. at night. Those were few and far between for me because if you, and and it's so cliche, the whole, like, if you plan to, or you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. But literally just 
seriously, just take this to heart. If you do this every morning and you wake up and your water bottle is sitting there full, your clothes for the gym are laid out, okay? You're packed for your first workout. Your book is sitting there, right? And you can knock out a workout and read your 10 pages and suck down 40, 50 ounces of water in the first couple hours of your day, right? That's your frog. That's your frog, bro. You're flying now. Yeah, you just ate it. And now it's just like, bam, almost half that list is checked off. Now, here's the difference. If you wake up in the morning and you don't do that, I promise you it's going to cost you an hour. It's going to cost you an hour. Whether you realize it or not, you're going to try to – because what is happening is – you know you have to wake up and make decisions. And willpower is like a battery on your cell phone. Every decision that you make, it depletes. Yeah. Right? And so it de- so if you wake up and everything's packed and planned ahead of time, yeah. you just eliminated about five or six decisions that you would have to wake up and, and make. And so when you make those decisions, not only have you chewed through time, you've chewed through mental energy and willpower as well. And so this is one thing that I've learned. And I, I've tested this over and over again. I'll wake up not doing that. And I'll be pissed at myself every single time because I know it just cost me at least 30, if not an hour because of the mental, the mental energy that I just used. And so most people think that willpower is a muscle and it's not, you know, willpower is a battery and it declines with every decision you make throughout the day. Um, And motivation is really just a myth. There's no such thing as consistent motivation. I mean, how many times have you worked out when you're not motivated to work out? A lot, a, a lot. lot, many times. A lot. I mean, people often will ask me, like, "Oh man, how do you stay so motivated?" I'm like, "I don't. I just do it, right? Just do it. It's just, <laughs> it's just it's a decision and it's discipline. That's yeah. all it is. It's not that I'm motivated. It's just I know I have to do it. Well, and when you make it a habit in your life, the habit turns into a ritual, right? And so one thing that you have to realize too about this whole planning ahead thing is that and. Tim Grover did a good job of this in his book, Winning. You can't manage time. A second's a second. A minute's a minute, an hour's an hour, a day's a day, a month's a month, a year's a year. You can't slow it down or speed it up or manage it. Time is time. You can only manage focus. And so by planning ahead and doing this every day, no matter what your goals are, doing that, um, you're managing your focus. And that's ultimately going to carry over into either you having a productive day or not. And doing the planning and, and the legwork before you go to bed is huge. You're just yeah. setting yourself up for success. Like you said, fill the bottle up before you go to bed. Pack the bag. Arrange the, you know, get the, the, the food, like, sorted and, yep. and, and, and labeled and, you know, portioned out. And all that stuff is done. It just makes things work like clockwork the next day. It reduces stress, which it helps reduce cortisol. and I mean, yep. everything works in your favor. And then mentally, you're just sharper you feel like you're owning the day and you're only a few hours in but like you said you've already had such you know uh so many wins already and the day is young you're like man this is the rest of the day is freaking just gravy from here so that's what's awesome so what what do you what do you i think we figured out at this point because we've kind of talked through this in in different ways what are some of those things, those changes now that you've adopted that are, are that you really see yourself holding on to for the foreseeable future? Well, for sure is the less alcohol intake. Yeah. Um, just don't even have the desire or the need 
to drink and and I'm on vacation right now and even my wife's like man you're changed like she's like and and she's very like she loves it like she I mean at first you know when I first start, stopped she's like oh, I miss my drinking buddy you know and and I and I felt for her you know cuz I right. felt you know we had our 15th wedding anniversary and you know she had a glass of wine and I couldn't have one with her yeah um, but because she is a supportive wife and because a disciplined man is attractive to a girl, right, that that disappointment of me and her not having her drinking buddy turned into pride for her husband. Yeah, that's right. She could over and over again. She kept telling me how proud of me she was. And so it makes me when it ends, it makes me want to be more of that man. Right. And so now just one cheat day a week now. Um, and learning not to snack. Okay. So no snacking principle. This is a great one to, you know, end with, and we'll talk maybe even a little strength training before we close it out here. Yeah, of course. So for me, um, the one cheat day a week is like a carrot. Um, when you save that bite of pizza, cheesecake, or the cookie or whatever it is you want, burger, fries, whatever, pasta, when you, when you say no to that during the week, it makes every taste, every bite taste better yeah. when you reward yourself with it. Yeah, no but doubt. Because it becomes a reward instead of an escape. And I think I, I, it's looking at alcohol the same way. Now that I've been through this journey, you know, when I started doing that little bit of booze every day, I started thinking to myself, man, am I, am I an alcoholic? You know, like, you know, so I had to prove to myself I wasn't. Um, and now when I go to have a cocktail, Am I doing this as a reward or am I doing this as an escape? And I think that's really the difference between something that can become a reward versus an addiction is looking at it like a reward and dangling in the carrot. So definitely because of 75 hard, I'm back to just one cheat day a week now and I'm not going to go crazy or binge or stuff on that day. I'm going to enjoy the foods that I deprive myself throughout the week and treat that as a reward. I'm going to indulge in cocktails when I want to, but I'm going to always have that decision in my head. Do I, am I drinking this right now because it's a well-deserved drink or am I doing it to escape? And then the other thing is the water. Like in between drinks yesterday, my wife was cracking up because I was guzzling 16 ounces yeah, of water yeah. between every drink. Yeah. Only because of 75 hard. The, right. the habits are carrying Just, just over. used to it, man. Yeah. It's like chewing so, gum, you know? Right. It's like, um, oh. yeah. And then of course, strength training. And I mean, I think we, you know, we went to go down the exercise rabbit hole and I talked about, you know, the macros instead because I wanted people to have that to take away from here and right. understand how to use. But strength training is by far, I think it's like protein. It's the most underrated, underutilized aspect of uh, health. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're done training with weights, your metabolism takes 48 to 72 hours before it even slows down if you're intense weight training. Right? When you're done jogging 60 minutes later, metabolism. You're fine. Totally recover. Back to baseline normal. Yeah. Right. You know, so uh, again, muscle equals metabolism. And I talked about the pear and the apple. So weight training uh, with a lot of walking and then definitely two or three days of the week, some type of high intensity interval training. And I know that we talked about, I mean, I don't know if we have time to go into the three steps on how to burn a fat cell, um, but I can cover it real quickly with yeah, you. Do, do the, uh, the, the, the fat cells for dummies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so again, it goes back to that tube of toothpaste. Yeah. You know, if you just keep your body in a calorie deficit and you can diet your way to a, an ideal weight. But again, when you want to get rid of that stubborn fat, it's going to require more of a strategy because that's exactly what it is. It's stubborn. It's like that end of the toothpaste, right? That's right. And so uh, most people don't understand the science behind how to actually oxidize and burn off a fat cell and you really don't burn fat cells this is like a they, they just flatten they, out they, they, they shrink yeah. yeah and so you know 
it's a myth that you actually burn a fat cell and get rid of it. You yeah. don't. I mean, the only way you're going to do that is liposuction. Right. So, so there's three steps to burning a fat cell. Um, release, deliver, and burn. Okay. Now, scientifically, the first thing you do is the release is mobilize. The, the deliver is transport and the burn is oxidize. Okay. And that's the scientific terms for those. Okay. So how do you do that? Well, the first thing that you have to do to release a fatty acid from an actual fat cell is you have to have insulin very, very low. So you, being in a fasted state is when insulin is very, very low. And when you're in that fasted state, the sympathetic nervous system starts kicking up. This is your body's fight or flight response. And that'll cause the adrenal glands to release adrenaline and hormones called catecholamines. And it'll stimulate the pituitary to release more growth hormone. Okay. These catecholamines are responsible for releasing these fatty acids from a fat cell into the bloodstream. Okay. So the, how do you release catecholamines? You do, you fast. And then in that fasted state, if you're healthy and you don't have any sugar issues or anything like that, you do high intensity interval training in a fasted state. And that stimulates that fight or flight response because you're fasted. You're already in a position where insulin is low and you're doing that. And then, so you add this high intensity intervals to it that kicks up your fight or flight response even higher. And that's what coaxes those adrenal glands to release these hormones. Blood flow plays a very important part in this. So you want to then deliver those fatty acids because now they're floating around in your bloodstream to an active tissue where they can be burned off. So once you do the high intensity interval training, you want to go ahead and follow it up with some type of cardio because these fatty acids that are floating around in your bloodstream, they can actually restore into another fat cell. And most people don't understand this, especially, again, this happens when you're leaner and you have stubborn fat. Yeah. This is called re-esterification. And, and, and women, it can actually go from upper to lower and lower to upper and restore. Isn't and so, so, yeah. And so this from is from one problem area to another. And right? this is the yeah. way the stubborn fat science works. And so then that walking will burn it off. Now, another really good thing is um, people talk about how spot reduction doesn't work and it's impossible. Well, it's not, not necessarily true. If you look at some research, uh, fat burning is higher in adjacent pockets of fat that have blood flow. And blood flow is very low in stubborn pockets of fat. So if you're a woman, and you got fat on the hips, stimulate your hips, work your hips and get blood flowing into your hips after you do the intervals, get the blood flowing in that area first. If you're a guy and you got the stubborn lower be belly fat, sure. after you do the intervals, crush a hundred abs, do an ab circuit, get blood rushing into your, the catecholamines will then be delivered to that blood spot that where that blood flow is, is at. And then walk to burn off those fatty acids that are released from at that point. Right. Make sense? Yeah, it does. So this is, that's how you burn a stubborn fat cell. You release it, you transport it or deliver it to working tissue, and then it gets burned off as energy by heart, liver, and muscle tissue. Yeah. No, that's great. That's uh, a, a less than five minute, like yes. over, overview. I of, could have dove of, way deep down the I'm rabbit sure. hole, but we want to dumb it down and keep it easy. No, right? it's you know, fantastic. To, to well, and that's, what's going to, people will, remember that a little bit better you know i i'm mike and i are always doing analogies with each other for just about anything we're trying to uh you know point we're trying to make and some of them are good and some of them aren't so good but people will really like the tube of toothpaste yeah. people will remember that it sticks yeah. so the simple stuff the 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 
the uh, lay layman's language, you know, is is what people will remember. They don't remember the, all the science necessarily, but they understand the, the you know basics. The, the basics, and that that's what's important there. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. To help our show reach more listeners just like you, please let us know how we've changed your life by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. That's strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. You're at like expert level with this information, you know, so it's not not as often that we get somebody that can talk through, you know, other than like a Will Grazione or some of these people who are really have this technical base, technical, yeah. and, you know, are reading research reports and yes. studies and lo- love that. Tanya actually, she geeks out on that stuff all the time. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Well, She's like, people can go to my YouTube channel too. And if they right. want to dive deeper down the science rabbit hole, yeah. I, mean, I do, I do keep it as simple as I can. And I think that's why people enjoy my material is because well, I'll like take doing, science and then make it easy. Right. You know, so. Well, you'll do whiteboard stuff oh, yeah. all the time. And yeah. that's where people, that's like classroom learning, but it's right. like very, you know, reasonable. Uh, it's, you're not trying to bury people under yeah. the information. It's like, no, it can be this simple, actually. This is kind of what's happening in your body. Simple, not easy. Yeah, it really is, man. Yeah. It's like it is most, simple, most things in life are right, simple, exactly. not easy. Um, so speaking of your YouTube channel, uh, you, I know you have so much out there. Uh, yeah, Beyond past, 40. Past programs, yeah, but be, where, where should they go? Just go to beyond40.com. That's our... That's pretty much our e-com site where my nutritional supplements are. You can read about Karen and I's story there and see the team that we have built um, really big on the YouTube stuff right now. Kind of let that channel die for a couple of years because we were busy scaling Facebook. And so, the, you know, now we're back on YouTube full force and that's our main channel right now. We do spread across. If you look up beyond 40, you'll see us across all channels, but YouTube's really the hub. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And uh, Instagram, do you have? Yeah, Beyond 40. Okay, Beyond, yeah. beyond 40, everything. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, um, Instagram, not very active at all. Yeah. Um, my team handles all that stuff, so where I'm the most active is the YouTube. Is, yeah. is the YouTube. Okay, yeah, well, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, you know, can't thank you enough. I mean, I know this is vacation time for you. You got yeah. your, your bright orange tank. You Ubered here. You're going to just, like, go back to the beach probably today at some point. You know, I'm going to go it. sit by the pool right yeah, now. I'm definitely going to have some cocktails because it's going to be a reward. <laughs> it's a reward. And not an escape. And then you leave uh, for your big trip tomorrow. Is, is tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'm hopping on the plane and heading out to Cabo tomorrow for four days yeah. and going to, yeah, going to hoop it up there. We got a private chef and we'll be, you know, living the 75 hard dream out there. Man, that's going to yeah, be great. Yeah. So just trying to hang on to these abs while I still have them. Well, <laughs> you, you, I'm sure you're going to have them for at least a few more weeks, you know what I mean? Try to. As you loosen the, uh, you know, loosen things up a little bit. But again, it does sound like so many of these things that you've been doing for, you know, the last three months, uh, there, there's going to be a, a a nice effect on just you're just these are rituals now. Yeah, you know that that are in a ritual. That's just to define uh, before we go here, a habit can be good, it can be bad, uh, and it, it it it's not locked in. It's not like a one of those subconscious things really until it becomes like a ritual, like you said. You right. know, it's it's just a it's just a habit now. You know, sometimes in life, uh, 
sometimes we have these bad habits that take away and move us further away from where we're trying to go. And then sometimes we just try and replace that one bad with one good and then, you know, repeat that now. And once it's a repeatable thing, that's just ingrained in who you are. Now it's a ritual. Now it's probably something that you couldn't even stop doing if, if you wanted to, it's you just, need momentum. That's yeah. what you need with a big mo to kick in. So it becomes a ritual. It takes about, in my opinion, you know, with 75 hard, first week was the hardest with not drinking. Uh, but after like 10 days, I could feel big mo kicking in momentum. Um, I get that from Darren Hardy. I think the compound yeah. effect, that yes. book and yeah. big mo. Yeah. Talk about big mo. So I always talk yeah. about big mo and you can get big mo working in your favor. And I think, you know, ending the podcast, just talking about thoughts, like, cause toxic thinking is toxic life. And so, you know, they've now know that the brain is plastic and it can be molded based on your thoughts. And so whenever somebody says, oh, it's genetic or I have bad genes, that's all BS. And they know that now neuroscience and what, epigenetics yeah, epigen- yeah. proves now that our, our thoughts literally create our genes and we have good genes and bad genes and we can turn the good genes on or with our thoughts or we can turn them off with our thoughts and same with the bad, right? And so literally they've, they've proven now through research that toxic thinking literally makes people sick. And um, Stinking thinking. You know, whether you believe something or not, you're right. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So I think, you know, ending the podcast, just saying, hey, I'm 50, right? I just gave myself a checkup from the neck up at 50 years old. I never, ever want to stop learning and growing and becoming a better version of me, right? right. Um, and the second that I think that I've, I know it all or I've mastered it is the second I'm going to die, in my opinion, because it's just, it, you're either regrowing or you're either growing or regressing every single day, but it all starts with your thoughts. So during your morning time, whatever you decide to do, if you're going to take to heart what I talked about planning ahead, put some gratitude in there. And I would just end this with that. Um, The very act of being grateful releases endorphins in the brain that increase happiness, they increase fulfillment, they increase purpose and passion and all those things. And so um, I think we take for granted and we don't even realize that like, Thousands of starving kids are dying every day. Yeah. And so if we can turn on the lights and flush the toilet and we got food on the table, we have, we're, you're, you're, you should be more grateful than 95% of the population. It's just that we have a microscope on the 5%. Yeah. That's what's on the news. And nobody's talking about all these starving kids from COVID and all this stuff that's happened over there. And so it's all about perspective. It's like having dinner with Nick. What's Nick's last name? The guy without the limbs. Oh, yes. Uh, shoot. I always have a hard time with his last uh, yeah, name. Yeah, it's... Uh, I. Darn it! If you didn't, if you didn't ask me, I could have just blurted Every it out. Time. But he's a he's a prolific speaker at this point, and, mo- yeah. and you know he's he's pretty amazing. Well, every, yeah. yeah. Every time oh. I every time I have an injury and get Plum disease, yeah, you think of him? I think of him because the dude's got a half an arm with a finger, and I sat next to him at dinner one night, and this guy is crushing life. Yep. You know, using his little stubs to get on a treadmill, he's flipping tires in the gym, he's doing bodybuilding shows, and he's got no limbs. He was born this way, so he doesn't know any different. Yep. And it's just like, wow, I'm you know I have Plum disease over a knee injury. Look at this. This guy like so again you know being grateful also gives you perspective and i think that that's really like using the nick analogy is like always give yourself some perspective think about those starving kids when you're eating and how much you do have and focus on what you do have and not necessarily what you don't no it's a great message i i'm glad that we finished with that um because ultimately we are so blessed and you know again you and i together aren't uh, are unafraid to share our Christian faith. And as we I, both have on this 
podcast in the past. And, um, you know, that's, that's our, our rock, our, our foundation, our, our source of strength, what we tap into our, our power source, so to speak. And, um, and that's always my reminder of gratitude and blessings and right. all the things I'm so fortunate for. I find myself doing a lot more thanking God for all that he's given me rather than asking God for yep. more. I just God I, wants you to have more increase in your yeah, life. Of course. He just wants you to know it comes from him. That's right. That's it. That's right. It's that simple. I mean, he wants you to be rich. And I'm not necessarily talking monetary riches, just like wealth in other areas. He wants that. He wants riches in your life. He just wants you to know it all comes from him. And when you have gratitude and you have faith, um, I think it really becomes a reflection of actions, right? God made the birds and the worms, but he didn't go around dumping the worms in the nest for the birds. No, that's right. So... Got to take action. God that's can right. move the mountains, but you got to bring your shovel. That's right. If you're the chick, you got to still crack your shell open. Exactly. Don't, don't let somebody else do it for you. Right. Schedule the resistance, baby. That's it. I love it, man. <laughs> all right, I love you, bro. Love you too, man. Uh, thank you so much for, for all the value. Uh, I know this conversation is going to help people. It's going to uh, be a wake-up call, a kick in the butt uh, to get them to take some action and do something. That's It's 75 days. Um, you can do it. Uh, Sean did it with a lot of other people who, you know, a couple of people there that said they were doing it. I'm like, I don't think they'll be able to. And they did it. A couple finished that I was very impressed. That I, I didn't think it. they'd finish. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Cool. It's just a testament to, you know, if you really, if, if you tell yourself you can, you can. Or if you tell yourself you can't, you won't. Every no makes you stronger. Yep. It is right. It does. Maybe it does. You stronger. It's awesome. So thank you listeners. Uh, now's the time. Hit that five stars. We thank you for that. We would appreciate any comments. Uh, uh, you know, what did, were you moved in this conversation? Did it move the needle for you? Uh, share your story in a comment. We, we would love to hear from you and share this conversation with somebody else who needs to hear it, uh, who can benefit maybe a friend or family member who needs that, that kick in the rear end. Um, we would appreciate it uh, for sure because it just helps our show grow and, and become, uh, you know, downloaded by, by more phones. More iPhones need our show. That's for sure. Uh, so uh, we appreciate that. We will be back next week, as always, on Strong by Design with a new uh, podcast that drops every Wednesday at 6 a.m. And occasionally we, we upload a, a bonus one on like a Saturday. But uh, every week we're giving you new content that will make you stronger in body and mind and spirit. And we thank you and God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you.